Hello everyone, welcome to EduTalks. Today we have Dr. Bhattacharya with us, a leading educationist in NCR. She's currently the principal of Manav Rachna International School and was the is the ex-principal of GD Goenka. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for agreeing to be on our show. At EduTalks, we try to get leading educationists like yourself so that other peer parents and teachers, they can gain from your journey and improve their parenting and teaching. Thank you once again, ma'am, for being on our show. So, ma'am, um, it would be great if you could just take us through your journey so that um, like our parents and teachers would know more about you. Thank you so much, Aditya. It has been uh, uh, really since the time we've been talking about this particular uh, program. I was also very excited because it's always nice to reach out to number of students and parents. And I am telling you, your organization like yours is doing a great job, uh, you know, uh, reaching you. out to, with such topics, which is so important for students and parents. To talk about uh, myself, I belong to the Army Fraternity and all through being uh, uh, to different parts of the country, uh, teaching at all levels. And I think I've gained such confidence because of this 21 years in this education uh, journey has been really a fulfilling one. At present, uh, uh, yes, uh, this is my 11th year as a leader and I'm the principal of uh, Manavrachna International School, Chambhut. To talk about my journey, as I said, it's been very, very fruitful and uh, it, I love being with students, especially teenagers always been a very attractive portion of my uh, spending my time with, you know, I, I see the zeal in the students, uh, the, in the adolescents, the problems that they have. And it's always uh, so fulfilling and so uh, satisfying when you talk to these teenagers and you get to know about them. It keeps me always very young at heart and of course like we get to know so much from them. Another attraction that I always felt in this uh, journey was the tiny tots, the little ones. Uh, they are so innocent, they are just flowers and you go to them, you talk to them, your day is made. Uh, uh, visiting all the uh, states that I have been, the best part was when I worked in the border areas where I had children whose parents were fighting at the borders and how we teachers used to be taking care of not only the children, but also the parental part, how they should uh, guide the students. And uh, in that mental trauma, the mental stress, the way the children were uh, doing in academics, I think uh, that's a very satisfying tenure I have. However, even now I'm enjoying my bit uh, absolutely uh, in a very wonderful manner. I, I love my profession. That's what I can say. That's great, ma'am. Ma'am, like any particular role model or someone you admire, like uh, someone who influenced your journey? In my long uh, journey, there are many, but I would like to mention uh, Dr. Abdul Kalam. I have attended a number of sessions face-to-face uh, -face with him, and he's always been such an inspiration that a person from such an area coming up to uh, such height and influencing so many uh, uh, citizens of the country. He's always been such a role model for me. And uh, I love reading his books. I love listening to him. He's he's a great personality, I feel. And I'm like, um, like we all have seen principles like when we grew up and all of us have a particular idea that this is what a principal would be doing. But I always know that reality at times is very different we we see only a very small part i gather of what a 
leader does on a day in day out basis so could you share ma'am like uh, apart from teaching so what what are the things that a leader has to take care of in a school and keep keep it in mind you know the uh, the role of a principal is always generally it's known that they are supposed to be very serious just saying no 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 to everyone it is not exactly like this and i strongly believe that i need to take the team with me i am a true leader when i can create leaders that's how my work uh, 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 like uh, i base my work on so taking the team with positivity is something that is uh, a true leader's work so say for example uh, if you talk of this pandemic last uh, 2020 march when we had to shift the paradigm shift of the teachers from the campus role to the virtual mode was not easy you know it was a tough job and whenever wherever Very i get this opportunity i keep mentioning that teachers have done an excellent excellent job Absolutely. and taking care of the mental health of so many students was not easy not only that parents were also losing their job losing mm-hmm. their dear ones and children seeing that there was a there was a stress at every level even at the teachers home front so taking the team with positivity giving them that assurance it's okay not only to the students but also to the team of my i mean my colleagues taking them with them that yes it's okay you have a role to play you are the captain of the ship and therefore you need to be positive and take it as a strength that yes i am the captain and i have to lead my team so that's what i think is the main job of the principal leaving aside uh, in a normal scenario uh, most of the principals i mean i mean uh, the successful principal they hardly sit in their office during the school time no they are roaming around <coughs> meeting the students talking to them and as i mentioned the uh, we have immense potential in the youth of today you know the moment because adolescence is a revolting stage so right. do not concentrate on that revolting attitude instead if we find out why the child is revolting if we try to find out and be beside the child give him the space for his creativity i think we can play a wonderful role in transforming a revolting child to a very creative child and that's how as a principal i have been doing my work even while being a teacher i love being always i mostly i've taught senior classes so got so much of love from the students love from the team i think this is one of the key role which helped me to move ahead and i am so happy that uh, i've always got such positive response i'm grateful to the almighty and i hope i can carry out whatever bit little i can give uh, to give that positivity to my team and of course to my students shoma sure, um you mentioned a point about mental health and um, like could you share a few examples of what you did in particular or like what other teachers can learn from because like like handling mental health is a threefold task for a leader like you first you have to ensure that your own mental health in amidst all this stress and mayhem you have to keep your calm and then teachers because ultimately if your teachers like your team if they are not at the top of your game ultimately it will be very difficult for them to trans because all of them were in families where different like uh, i would say very difficult times were on and they were handling that also at the same time ensuring that the children's learning did not suffer and the parents because so it's it was a very tough thing that i gather you you manage and you're still balancing that act right now so any particular things ma'am like do's and don'ts or some particular activities which you felt uh, helped a lot in this area ma'am 
you were right it time has not been very easy especially if i talk of the second wave it was I really know. traumatic losing every day you could get the news of losing someone or the other maybe friends maybe colleagues maybe uh, my students parents and we've lost so many young parents and it was really True. very tough so there was no formula as such it came automatically my organization uh, ensured that whatever assistance we had a committee whatever assistance required we so be it the oxygen cylinder be it doctor's uh, name oblique the hospital beds wherever possible the organization there so similarly belonging to this organization we ensure that everyone giving a call to at least group of parents it was not possible to talk to everyone right. every day right. however right. giving that assurance a small message that yes i am there the organization is there with you that gave too much of positivity True. not only that we had groups where teachers were segmented where uh, they could they would connect with the parents a child we were collecting the data if any parent is uh, of our is uh, suffering from covid so in fact visiting was not possible but on a virtual mode talking to them talking to the students uh, leave aside giving the informations and even oxygen cylinders giving beds we had vaccination camp in the school so that everyone is vaccinated these small things we went on doing so that there is everyone felt like a family to talk of my colleagues in a smaller circle if i uh, would say yes definitely um, they had a tough time there were many who have lost their uh, in-laws they've lost their elderly parents who have had been in fact at one time i had 32 teachers who were covid positive in the second wave so it was not a easy task you know giving that assurance because that particular time everyone was stressed that it's my number today kya pata kal ko what will happen to me well, there was one uh, colleague of mine there whose husband was hospitalized for a long duration so talking to them giving them that assurance give, sending you know, food if required through uh, uh, different modes that was something which we did and uh, we were connected that was something which made us go and keep going the connectivity we have ensured that though we are at uh, indoors we were connected to each other so that we got that assurance that i am not alone that's something which we did uh, you see to talk of activities we in- involved parents in lots of activities there were fitness programs that were done there were happy happy hour program that we have done wherever there was no compulsion but then yes we tried to reach out to the parents because even they were stressed they were stressed because they are working because uh, there are people who were not well and at the same time class 10 and 12 both children they were not knowing what is there in uh, in front so there was total stress uh, amongst everywhere so we were connected and lots of programs we did with the parents we involved them in cookeries in physical activities in zumba okay. dance uh, all these small things we did uh, depending on the age group of the parents and right. we were all connected that's all uh, that i have to great say. Great. and mom like uh, i gathered definitely this was have been very trying times and uh, finding time for yourself keeping yourself sane so w- what was your secret sauce so to say which help help you stay motivated and calm at the same time i would love to mention that because that's something what i keep telling my colleagues whatever you do whatever busy schedule you have you have to have some time for yourself because unless and until you are mentally fit you cannot if you are not happy you cannot create a happy atmosphere so that's right. something what i uh, myself observe very very uh, minutely that uh, i start my day with a yoga 
yoga wow. is a must that i do every day and i keep telling my uh, okay. colleagues that whichever whatever gives you that pleasure that happiness start your day with it so that you okay. can start a new day with new hopes with new dreams and of course with new positivity so starting a day with a gla- with a glass of water on an empty stomach and then going in for yoga is actually the key to my positivity i would say great ma'am great ma'am and ma'am like um, like not all days would be like inspired i understand you try to have a fresh start every day you follow this routine of yoga and you because you have to be very positive throughout the day but there would be i i get there must have been some difficult situations which would have come and uh, could you share any such ma'am episode where you faced a difficult situation and how you sort of overcame that and uh, maybe few learnings from that yeah definitely every day is not same in fact uh, as i was sharing that uh, colleagues uh, family is not keeping well oblique uh, small students a child of class 5 lost the father i mean such news was really disturbing and uh, of course our organization tried uh, uh, to help them in every possible way even now we are helping them out with full scholarship and uh, we have a ngo where we put those children's name and they are studying they have given the consent of uh, continuing their education without any fees okay. so these are few things but yes if you ask me about a particular incident yeah i the second wave did take away one of my very close person um, that was such a sad news it he was just 52 and he was one of my mm-hmm. directors of gd goenka public school okay. so close to me however uh, yeah we have to understand that yes god has his plans Uh, life has to carry on the deepest wound also gets uh, uh, i mean uh, uh, is healed due to time so i suppose yeah every day is not same but we have to have that positivity in us uh, stating that uh, it's a journey life can't be only with uh, smiles and they like water and land similarly we have happiness and sorrow so we can't brood on what has happened uh, try to do our best to keep our cool and uh, start a new day with new hopes right man like um recently we came across a lot of things like covid has changed many things and uh, few things we, we have seen this huge utilization of online resources and this technology and man how much do you think this impact of technology on education would remain like after things normalize Like, is it there to stay or how will it now shape up now that we have started like you must be aware the nep 2020 and covid together as if came together were meant for clashing with each other but whatever right, the best thing that could have happened uh, during this pandemic with all the ill effects of pandemic and covid i think the best thing that could have happened is the usage of technology which is the need of the hour you know our parents would come to us uh, complaining that the child is always with gadgets how do we take it away from them so i would not only because of pandemic i would give that message that taking them away from technology will be a crime they are born with okay. it you know mm-hmm. we give them uh, a, a much before they can learn to talk or walk so you true, can't take true. it away only thing is we need to guide them for proper usage now that we have uh, digitized our education system even if we open i think this will not go there's going to be a blended 
uh, education Thanks. system that Thanks. we have uh, we will start with and i suppose this has happened for good you know we admire what's happening in the outside countries the advanced countries as we say that children or parents are getting to know all that's happening to a child in school on the tab while the child mother yeah. is working also so this is exactly what we have taken up now you know this should continue now that we have all up the usage of technology we should keep using it but yes it should be a blend because ultimately at the end of the day the body language when the children come in the campus the smile the eye contact these are something which children are missing the games part they are missing so we need to combine both because uh, children are doing so much of research while the technologies started being used you know they Absolutely. are editing they are creating their portfolios beautiful i mean there's so much to learn so why go away again from this it should be a blended approach now uh, even when things get normal so it's going to be a new normal uh, everywhere and of course definitely in the education sector um you mentioned a very important point here that uh, students have learned a lot of skills yeah they are researching they are going online and they're yes. acquiring a lot of knowledge on their own yes. so if i were a teacher suddenly my job is very difficult because i am i cannot be on a pedestal Mm-hmm. and uh, that information gap is going away very fast because students have access to that same information on the internet they are going and googling so if i were a teacher how would i prepare myself for this change that has like, it was always it was happening earlier also but its speed has changed suddenly so as a teacher suppose how would i prepare for this yeah that's a very 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 valid question first once again i will say that their teachers in this march 2020 and april 2020 was the toughest time of their life because they had to totally shift on this virtual mode right. so there was rigorous practice uh, rigorous uh, workshops uh, everything was taken to upgrade themselves it's not that teachers did not know but yeah definitely you know we were a little apprehensive of using technology right this right. pandemic has given us that push and uh, i would now here say that teachers need to upgrade themselves with the 21st century skills which is one of them is digitization if you have not done it this one year i don't think you are going to survive in this profession why this profession any profession mm-hmm. i would say so teachers did upgrade but the wonderful thing was you know there was a dual learning children were teaching in the initial days mm-hmm. ki ma'am go to your right side there's a button click on that then you can absolutely. share absolutely absolutely it was a beautiful learning different teaching students i pay teachers and teachers giving them the lessons that was in fact i wouldn't uh, mind saying it that i have learned so much from my child from my child right, to, to make these presentations more attractive so yes uh, with technology we will not be at par with our students definitely but then uh the lessons you have to have a depth in your knowledge you have to have a depth as a 21st century skills that is required you need to know that and be beside the students they don't want you to be expert on technology and teach them because right, they know much more than you right technology they are much ahead of us so utilizing their knowledge and delivering or being beside them as a facilitator these days it's not a lecture method anymore so you are learning and teaching together so that's a beautiful thing that has happened and uh, i feel uh, it's going to progress and uh, we are going to do good definitely sure ma'am sure ma'am um, you you uh, touched upon the 21st century skills yes and um, i gather that as any student 
the 21st century skills is going to bring a lot of challenges and opportunities that's why we hear a lot of first generation billionaires coming up it's not just that earlier a businessman's son will start a business now you have a lot of entrepreneurs coming these are first generation entrepreneurs yeah. they're starting their own stuff and we have a lot of first generation people who are going to english medium schools and they're also availing different professions they're becoming it professionals and they're becoming doctors lawyers so there's a lot of exposure out there but at the same time there's a lot of risk of obsolescence so earlier education was very subject oriented expertise of subjects and with the increasing threat or opportunity as we see it artificial intelligence machine learning increased digitization what we are studying right now might not be uh like subject expertise might not be relevant a decade or two down the line yeah, yeah, yeah. so so as a teacher how, how do we ensure that our children are developing the correct skills like skills like problem solving skills critical thinking creativity imagination so w- what should a teacher sort of keep in mind that uh, that st- students are developing the correct set of skills yeah. yes uh, if i talk of 21st century skills you have already mentioned the socio emotional needs is something which is very very much needed you know many a times we have seen that our indian students are very good when it comes to academics when it comes to curriculum but when they are going for uh, going outside and uh, trying to i mean they could have done beautifully well but they are a failure because we have not taught them in school how to be a team leader how to work right. in a team how to take care of the empathy how to understand others these are some things which you cannot go without as of now because everyone knows now just because you are a 90% of the 95% rate in your work that is no more there you know True. you have to have these skills and that is what 21st century skills we can mention so in the classroom we have to create such scenario where a child is given the chance to be more creative the child is given a chance to question rather than just giving the stereotyped answer so this is something which all teachers now are working the teachers job initially used to be i have done my bed i have done my post graduation so i am a perfect teacher now it is not so she or he has to upgrade in the lesson in the advancement that's going on in his subject if i have learned chemistry oblique maths a few years back i have to keep myself updated this is what we as i in fact as a leader and of course everywhere we are trying to uh, put it and the teachers are working that first i have to have a current knowledge of my subject and while i am there with my children i am no more a lecturer i am just going to be beside them giving them the opportunity to question me on my subject so that i can come out with those answers another thing is communication skill 21st century as i said we were connected which i meant is that communication was there so communication skill is something very very important we need to teach our children we need to teach our children to be understanding and of course respect their elders respect and try to be a good citizen of the country 
and these are the skills that we need to teach because we can't prepare them any more for a job which we used to do medical hai doctor banna hai engineer banna hai aur chartered accountant banna hai aajkal there are innumerable number of opportunities children who were not very good in academics in school doing excellently well and good leaders as you have pointed out doing so well nothing depends these days everything is so exposed if you are doing well you are just picked up by any company by any field so these few skills that we need to teach it is that we have to give them the assurance that you have your capabilities but then you have to be sincere with your work there is no shortcut to success right ma'am like i have a 5 year old kid virat and um, definitely he has he's a lot more privileged than i was when i grew up yes so how do as a parent how do i balance this like and sh- where do i draw that line is there a mantra to it that we don't overdo it this is this is very important you know aajkal most of the parents have got one child and they get everything that is available we want to make them all parents dream that the child has to be good in sports good in swimming good in studies good in everything that's what every parent dreams of you know right. and that is the reason why we try to put them in different coaching classes put them in different uh, academies of course now because of the pandemic that's closed but we give them the exposure to everything possible you buy a kindle for them and they are reading while doing so we must not forget that we need to teach our children the discipline you know you can't tell them no 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 for everything but give them that much freedom and give them the limitations that limitation that that line has to be drawn that you cannot go beyond you use technology fine you go in for education you are using it for your research you are using it uh, for everything but you have to understand that limitation needs to be set from this time to this time is your hour you have to understand that they need to learn that they have to have meals with their parents if required they have to understand that their sleeping time their lunch time and the dinner time should be a little fixed now again there you might have revolting attitude towards the children especially mm-hmm. teenage they might say why so who said lunch time is 1:30 why not lunch time at 3:30 <laughs> so depending on the, because this is very common you right Uh, said good or bad is uh, is depending on me what is good what is bad for you going to sleep at 11 o'clock is fine for me 1:30 is fine so these are the thing then we need to listen to them explain to them why is it that they wanted and of course be a little flexible don't be rigid because right. if the moment you are rigid there is more uh, uh, opposition so be flexible depending on a 5 year old kid means it's you are still lucky that the child is 5 year old he will still listen to you gradually when you see the child coming into teens there's a revolting attitude so it's no point going against them but yes go with them with certain limitation you adjust a little they will definitely adjust to you that is what is uh, the mantra i feel <laughs> Okay, ma'am. Uh, one more thing, I I need your feedback on. Um, when I speak to a lot of educationists and um, a lot of people at very senior level at the industry, also, they a common theme comes out that academics is okay, but apart from that, you need to focus that children develop a rounded personality and they have exposure to multiple things. But um, so my two cents on that has always been that. like my peer group and friends myself we were very good at academics 
because of that we went to the best of colleges we got into the top b schools of the country and at each point of the junction like every junction we met amazing people and we learned together because of that exposure and we grew together now had it not been for academics uh, i might not have been privileged to be in one of the top b schools of the country or a top college of the country so is it like so is it very just a cliche uh, like thing to say that okay studies is not very important you need to focus on other things or like how how does how does this work and as a parent what should i focus on like uh, i i don't want to end up giving him too much exposure ultimately he doesn't crack an im or um, it doesn't crack one of the let's say the top 20 b schools and because there's a huge difference in the salary ranges also what a person starts of someone starts at a 10 lakh rupees and someone starts at a 30 lakh rupees you are 10 years behind so how how do we strike that balance or how does this work there are many iits i have seen uh, i've interacted with like uh, coming out from such great colleges with such huge package then they change their stream I am very close to a person who is an IITian had excellent job uh, in Dubai came back and started doing something which is just not his uh, area so what do we expect we want our children to be happy right so that happiness yes if i talk as a parent if i talk as a teacher happiness is coming out with 90 plus marks getting a good college doing a good job and then of course having a family and that's it ideology is however we have to tell them that marks is important because that's a green card to some extent so if you have that uh, number with you i think um, you have an access to many things that's what we need to make them understand however if everyone gets 19 if everyone goes to the best of colleges then what about the others we need to tell them that if you have to get good marks if you want a good college if you want good friends as you mentioned good teachers definitely a good college is what uh, you need however your mental satisfaction so it's not only academics that will carry you there are as we have we started our discussion with this there are so many profession these days gone are those days where only getting into iit and get clearing your je will give you a good college no no there you need to go in for many work if you need to plan your day first you need to teach your children what's your dream try to as a parent as a young uh, parent i need to find out my child's interest what is the child interested in and given exposure to not so many but restrict the uh, exposure to his likings just because as a parent i wanted to be a doctor giving him a medical kit as a play um, toy is not what i need to do i need to see his interest at a young age and given exposure to it guide him throughout beside explaining to him that yes doing every day's curriculum is important however this is not the only thing absolutely discipline in life and having a dream consistent work be sincerity will definitely bring in success if not in academics maybe in uh, cartoon making oblique maybe in uh, i mean any any field you know you can excel in any field i can say oh, i'm like you beautifully i would say in a way summarized 
like by what you mentioned that uh, as a parent identify the interests of your child understand what the dreams are sort of then you gauge limit the exposure that you want to provide to your child so that is you don't sort of overwork him also in like trying to ensure that he becomes a hero at everything yeah. so and then ensure the child is disciplined sincere backs it up with real hard work whatever stream he is looking at could be academics could be something different but ultimately if you're not sincere you're not working hard you will not excel at anything and academics is definitely not the only um, green card so to say using your balance it's one of them definitely very important yeah. but if we can find the right interest and the right passion and the right direction and sincerity back it up with very hard work um, there's definitely a lot that can happen and uh, you your points about uh, 21st century skills where both teachers and parents have to be aware that uh, equipped with 21st century skills because ultimately that is what is going to translate into the lives of the children so if i am a teacher i'll have to have basic appreciation of technology and covid sort of thrusted that upon the teachers and now hopefully that this new blended approach that you mentioned that will come forth and um, it will definitely help in getting all these things together and communication without communication is what ensured that the last 18 months or so more more than that as a team both parents teachers we lived through it and did justice to the learning of a child and that communication is the same thing the same force which will ensure that we do better in future also so a few things that i picked up ma'am from the discussion and thanks a lot ma'am thanks a lot for the session and sparing your time from your hectic schedule and uh, our parents and teachers will definitely appreciate uh, what you shared and uh, we will definitely stay in touch ma'am and uh, look forward to having more sessions from you in the future thank you so much uh, for having me in this platform one thing i would want to uh, i mean conclude with sure. is uh, have faith in our children as parent right. as teachers we need to give them this that we love them and whatever they do if it's a right we appreciate them you know rather than putting mm-hmm. in uh, certain rules and regulation let us try to learn and appreciate and giving them the opportunity our youth uh, has got immense potential we need to be beside them that's it uh, i would want to say and with a positive thought always you yourself need to be happy if you are happy you will create happiness in your environment that's it uh, otherwise thank you so much for bringing me here uh, uh, i really appreciate your endeavor once again to reach out to so many parents and uh, thank you so much uh, thank you ma'am thank you ma'am jai hind and have a healthy and safe uh, journey always thank you sure. thanks a lot sir